Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the preseason finale between the Redskins and some other scrub team out in the desert. We talk about the final roster, the cuts, any surprises, and of course, Dallas Week. Live with Aaron Joshua John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. We want Dallas. 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 Dallas. Who's ready right. for some Are you football? Ready? When the moment is right, will you be ready? <laughs> Are you, hey, are you in? I don't know. That's what she said. We're all <laughs> in. Are you in? Welcome, uh, everybody. Episode 223, Harry Hog Football, on the eve of real football games. The eve of real football games? What is that? The eve of real football game. Hello, welcome to the eve of real football game. On the eve of real football games. Dudes. Dude, you knew what I meant. The season is over. It's almost football season. By the time you are listening to this podcast, it is be almost Sunday night. It might, in fact, be Sunday night. It will be day of real football game. <laughs> Welcome to Harry Hog Football, yo yo yo. It's gonna be re- real football game morn. Before before uh, we forget, uh, this episode brought to you by David Lee Legal Services in Williamsburg, Virginia. David Lee loved that little guy that like bounced his hands up on the scoreboard. But yeah, I wonder if they're gonna those... bring back those dudes that they would always play. Those three dudes with their hands bouncing up and down. They used to be on the old scoreboard when the guy would always go, It's third down. I don't know, but last know. night <laughs> last night when um, I flipped through and saw the Virginia Tech game, I was like, what's up with these uniforms that don't match their school colors? And they better not mess up our field for the game next week. <laughs> I got a text from Aaron that said that. He was like, they better not mess up our field. Field's going to be messed up. There's going to be blue turds all over it. <laughs> About 53 <laughs> of them or so. <laughs> Not counting well, only forty five are active, so you know. Uh, I don't know. I got something from uh, the Redskins saying there were still tickets available for last night's game. I think I got something from them yes yesterday morning. Actually, the morning of the game, it was like tickets are still available for forty bucks. They did say that there were over eighty thousand, and the stadium did look pretty full. It did look pretty yeah. full. 
Now, granted, you know, Michigan feels like, what, 103 or 102 or 110 every time, and Happy Valley is like 100,000 or something like that, you know. Who cares? Uh, you know, not bad. Not bad. 80,000 people to see uh, Virginia Tech debut their new black-on-black uh, Tron Deadly Discs jerseys <laughs> with the circuit boards and the numbers. <laughs> For those of you who had uh, in television back in the 80s, Tron Deadly Discs. An orange that doesn't really match. The funny thing was seeing them sit on the sideline and they put on like a, one of their maroon caps and it just looked completely wrong. Like it didn't match yeah. at all. And their jer- and their helmets were like flat black, but they had like a, a shiny black stripe on them and stuff. But dude, that you know that's interesting. You should bring that up because we were talking about during the Cardinals preseason game here. The Cardinals came back or came out in their uh, all black jersey. That's right. What was that about? Because you know, there's nothing hotter in the desert than wearing something that's black. Yeah, but they're inside, yeah. dude. They got a climate controlled room now. Yeah, they had just shut the uh, the dome apparently at the University of Phoenix Stadium, which I didn't know they actually had a stadium. Thought they were just online. <laughs> it's not it's like university. how is this University of Phoenix Stadium? What happened to the University of Arizona or Arizona State University? Dude, it's not. The is university it Arizona of State Phoenix, right dude. there? Dude, it, it is the Air- University of Phoenix Stadium. No, it's not. It's Arizona State. No, it's not, dude. That stadium is the University of Phoenix Stadium. It's been that way since last year. Really? It is. It yeah, is. I the sponsor's right, name is the University of Phoenix, that online university. Do they even have a team? And they actually. What do they play? Practice, fantasy they football the, there? Um, yeah, they don't <laughs> have. They don't have sports too in their field house too. <laughs> what do they? They have like fantasy college football that they play in the stadium. <laughs> they have big meetings for everyone there. It's just a bunch of computers. Anyway, never mind that stuff. Never mind that stuff. All black jerseys, bad idea. They haven't looked bad or good on anybody. University of Maryland looks stupid when they wear them, and that's exactly what the ones that the uh, the Cardinals look like. They look like the University of Maryland's black jersey uh, uh, uniform style. But they didn't look quite as bad as the ones that they wear in Tallahassee for Florida State because theirs are like, I think they have the worst ones of all. They've been the worst, what is it, They what do they call it, the third jersey, the third, the alternate jersey? Alternate. Have home and away and then the alternate I don't know, but I'll be there for the next three days, so I'll try to find them and take a picture of them. For Here's you. an alternate for you. Sweet. What did you guys think about that game versus the Cardinals and our scrubs that aren't even on the team anymore? I thought I wondered why the Cardinals' first team kept celebrating when they would, you know, do things against our scrubs. I yeah. thought our scrubs performed remarkably well against the Cardinals' starters our over sc- half the hey, game. Our scrubs, by my count, beat their starters nine to. Nine to five. <laughs> I do believe that is correct. Nine to five. What a way to make a living. Yeah. And basically. Yeah, they had nothing to celebrate. Dude. The Cardinals had nothing to celebrate. Now I know how those dudes like Simon over in the UK feels because when that game came on at 10 p.m., I was pretty drained, especially to see the scrubs. Yeah. I made it to about, um, I think about eight minutes left in the third quarter was when I went to bed. And I watched the game, the rest of the game. Actually, I watched the entire game again. Uh, the next afternoon after I got out of work, man, that's painful. Um, that was that was that was pretty terrible. I don't think it was as bad as last year's when it, it was just atrocious. That last game, I think, uh, uh, Killer Rob on our website HarryHogFootball.com um, had posted that I, I men- mentioned that, and he said something. I think we played Jacksonville in that game, and that was maybe the worst preseason game I've ever seen in my life. 
This one was pretty close, but it wasn't quite as bad as that one. But yeah, yeah starting a game for an East Coast it. an East Coast team at ten o'clock at night. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even looking at it from the standpoint of like this is a game we need to worry about winning or losing. It was Ooh. just like looking at these scrubs and saying, All right, who's got promise? Who might make the team? And you know, and then watch watching their starters uh celebrate and stuff. Speaking of, um, because it's a guy that got a lot of hype a couple of years ago, and you know now he's in this quarterback battle. What do you guys think about that Matt Leinart situation? I think here's what I I'll think tell about you, it. Thank you. I uh, I'll tell you exactly what I told Aaron on the phone um, early in that game. Ever since Matt Leinart got that rich contract, I think it was the tenth pick that year. What three years ago? Mm-hmm. Ever since he got that contract and he started playing in the pros, he never once looked like he really, really wanted to be there. I oh, never I like saw Albert passion Hainsworth? in his face. He never, yeah, he kind of reminded me a lot about a, a, a lot of Albert Hainsworth. He never really Dude, looks like exactly. he really wants to be out there playing. It doesn't look like he has a passion for football. He just had a passion for money. Either that, or maybe he just doesn't have. Maybe he's not jiving being in Arizona. Well, the thing with, yeah, I, I know he didn't get along with Wisenhunt, but the thing with him, I mean, he's a Heisman Trophy winner, national champion at USC, and then he met, got paid and went to the pro. He went to the pros, got paid, and and he lost his passion, like just like Albert Hainsworth did. Contract yeah. year, he kicks butt, and then he's terrible. That's why they need Once to he hold gets the money. Dude, that's why they need to put that salary cap on rookies seriously. Absolutely. The rookie salary cap, yeah. big difference. Who thinks he's going to end up going to Seattle? He went year? to Houston. What's that? He went to Houston, actually. Houston just signed him as a backup. Interesting. Yeah, I know. But who thinks he's going to end up going to Seattle in the next year? Oh, you I mean think because Pete Carroll is there? Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. I, I think it depends on if he gets any action while he's in <laughs> if he gets any action while he's in Houston. And how well he uh, uh, performs. Here's the action he's going to get. That's what I'm talking about. Enough about we'll that non-Redskin. Enough, about, enough about Matt Leiner. Yeah, yeah dude. We sure don't uh, need him. Speaking of the game, yeah. and um, yeah, at 1 o'clock in the morning or whenever it was, I just remember there like half awake going, oh, look, Justin Tryon just intercepted it. What is he doing running it out? That's about the enthusiasm I had. Yeah, yeah, and, that, was, that was about the point where I was already asleep because I had to get up at 5. But what went through my head at that point was like, crap, he made an interception. This might give him a better chance to make the team. <laughs> Dude, you said, sweet, my dog Justin Tryon made an interception. I think he's going to make the team. I know that's what you really said. Dude, he's Josh's dog. Dude, all I know is everyone's dog, Justin Tryon, who I thought outperformed um, um, Kevin Barnes in the preseason, actually is now a member of the Indianapolis Colts for what, trade considerations or draft considerations? Undis- I don't know. No, he was an undisclosed draft pick. I've already cut on Mark for that. Like, man, they actually gave us something for him, or we were going to cut I, him if they waited 10 hours. We'll trade you. Dude, I you should have been like, or we should have been like, we'll trade you Justin Tryon for, for Pierre Garçon. For Peyton Manning. For Peyton Manning. Dude, we could have gotten Pierre Garçon for him, man. We yeah, saw right. him in the Hall of Fame game. He yeah, was right. good. We couldn't have got him. He was so good. Dude. We were like, that guy's going to be good. He's going to make the team. He... I did think that we were going to keep um, that we were going to keep Justin Tryon. I thought he was going to be the uh, 
the backup to D'Angelo Hall. I thought we were going to keep him too, but I guess they were thinking about cutting him, and they they said, well, let's see what we can get for him. I don't know. Dude, um, the official depth chart came out today, I believe, and I have it up right here. Wait, wait, how official is it? Well, I don't know how official it can be because if you look over to the right of the depth chart on Redskins.com, there is indeed a little uh, ad that says that Trent Williams jerseys are now on sale, player number to be determined. Does that mean that <laughs> it says Williams one. <laughs> it says a big one in there. Can you imagine Silverback out there with a one on his jersey, like all skinny, uh, <laughs> like like you know, defensive back looking guy, um, or a punter? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I heard that he wants number ninety two. That's why they're holding up. <laughs> that anyway, kind of funny. I'm looking through the depth chart here, and there's a few things that are sticking out. Oh wait! Before we go over the depth chart, dudes, do we need to give our games and kicks for for this game, or do we even want to bother? Oh yeah, let's go ahead and Is throw them cool? out real quick, but let's not dwell on it too long because that game was—I mean, ninety percent of the people in the game aren't even on the team anymore. So that's true. All right, go ahead, Josh. You throw yours out first. I got to try to remember All the right. game. Um, let's see. My game ball goes to Bonnie Holiday. Oh no, no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm going to give my kick first because I already told you this, Aaron. I'm kicking that dude. Oh, wait. What's do we do we have sound here? effects here? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, here, dude. What do you want? The kicks? Come on. You know. It's time so for this week's <laughs> Kicking the Balls Award. Man, we're so unenthused about that game. That game is so worthless. All right, go he's, ahead, dude. I'm kicking. I'll tell you. I know you say he's a good blocker, but I'm I'm kicking Logan Paulson because Pony Boy, the dude, the dude couldn't stay on size. He, I, he, you know, he had like a couple of penalties, like two or three back to back. I think he, he had a blocking. few catches, didn't he? He did. Uh, he uh, did. Logan Paulson had two catches for 19 yards, one for 13 for his, the long. You know what else was long? The dude's ponytail. He used to cut that. <laughs> you know what you know, else I was about was to say? Pony boy from uh from the Outsiders made the team there. Josh and is... <laughs> I think that's the reason he kept going offsides is because he kept seeing the end of his ponytail like flicking in the wind in his uh, peripheral vision. Dude, seriously, probably the wind like whipped up inside that state. You know, inside that indoor dome stadium. That the, the air conditioning. The, the air conditioning kicked on <laughs> and it like blew his ponytail around the side of his. Uh, uniform and way out in front of him, and that made him, you know, be in the neutral zone. Dude. Well, you know, the air conditioning, they got to crank it there in Glendale because it is like almost as hot as the sun by only just a few degrees shy there in that <laughs> part of, of Arizona, from what I hear. Dude, you know what else? You know what else is long? <laughs> uh. All right, so you're okay, giving your kicks to. <laughs> You're giving your kick in the balls Logan to Logan Paulson. Poor guy. <laughs> all right, first of all, poor dude. First of all, he had, there's rumors that he was cut, and then he wasn't. That's then, right. The Washington Post reported on their their insider, the whole Twitter, oh, we got to get our act or, or get out there and say we know stuff first before everyone else thing going on. Even the Post fell victim to it because they were posting out there on the Post that he had been cut. Yeah, and then, and then Josh had to come back the and say they were the same ones that came out and said uh, Byron Westbrook got cut before the last game. 
Yeah, that was messed up. And they're like, oh, no, he's <laughs> traveling with us and he's playing tonight. <laughs> and he, I don't know, man, but the whole, like, Byron West, Byron Westbrook, talking about that not being cut, He uh, he's, what, the third backup? Listed his third backup, Carlos Rogers, Philip Buchanan, and then Byron Westbrook. Oh, they traded right. Justin Tryon. Yeah, they got rid of Tryon. I don't know that I would rather have Byron Westbrook than Justin Tryon. I would. I can't decide. I would I just would. for special teams. Yeah. All right. I, I would rather have him. You guys I still thought Tryon was better than Kevin Barnes. Though. I told you anyway. Tryon was Josh's dog. Yeah, dude, you're right. I think you're right now. Dude, Kevin Barnes is better. Dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, you see, um, he's still developing, dude. All right. He's developing into a fine young player, unlike Tryon, even if Tryon did have Daryl Green's seal of approval. Yeah, so is Devin Thomas. Um, my kick is gonna, ha- my kick is going to, well, I gotta, I guess I gotta give it to someone that got cut. You know, I, I, I can't really cut, I can't really kick anyone that actually made the team. I can't. No, 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 no. I can't. Right, okay, I'll let you have that one, cause I think that's the big obvious one. And by big, I mean fat. Um, man, I, this, this is kind of a, uh, a, a roundabout kick, I guess you could say, but my kick is going to go to Robert Henson what? for the game. I'm dude, giving him my game ball. I'm giving the kick. He was giving my game did, ball, dude. I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to explain. Right. My kick okay. is going to him because he had such a great game and he was kicking butt. He was like the clincher, the fincher of 2010 for the Redskins. He had this awesome game in, in Really opened up some eyes, and then he got hurt, and then they cut him. And Dude, so I think the kick is going to have to go to Robert Henson. How can that. you give him a kick in the balls when he got injured? Kick him while he's down, man. Seriously. That's what Josh did to Sean Taylor a few years ago. That was pretty weird. Oh, that's true. All right, all right. I, I Yeah, I'm, I guess I guess if you – yeah, I, the kick was kind of like a, a – uh, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll buy that. I guess that, that wouldn't be the right way to say it. That's not what I meant, but – all right, I understand. All right, my kick is going to go to... Uh, Give it to Albert Hainsworth if you want. You can. It's fine. You have my blessing. <laughs> you have my blessing. <laughs> but one day I may need a favor from you. Um, my kick is going to go to... You know who my kick is going to go to? No, Big really? Howard Green. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to him because he's been in the league for six years. I don't know where. At CC's. Um, but he was well beyond his uh, his practice squad time. So, unfortunately, big, huge hour green. I, maybe he stopped at the buffet on the way out to say bye to Sam Huff, and, and he gone. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, if I was at Redskins Park and Howard Green was still on the team and I needed to talk to him, the first place I was going to look would be the cafeteria. Would be I would go find Sam Huff and be like, dude, where's where's Green? Because I know you guys were eating during intermission. Yeah. So anyway, all right, yeah, yeah. So and and yeah, definitely no kick to Robert Henson. I did. It was more like I feel bad for him because he kind of got kicked by the injury bug. I think is what I was trying to say. All right. Well, I'm giving my kick to number 92, Big Fat Albert, for playing like he didn't care at all. He played. I'll say it. He played half-ass the entire game. Not even half. Maybe like an eighth. He sucked. He was getting schooled by like third and fourth string dudes and dudes that are like cut now. Yeah. 
And that's enough about that. I don't even want to talk about it. All right, yeah. moving on. We'll we'll, now, we'll talk about him a little the bit. Later. Ever elusive Game Ball Award. All right, the Game Ball Awards. Let's go through these pretty quick because this game was meaningless. John, Josh. <laughs> I uh, was giving mine to Robert Henson. I'm giving mine to Robert Henson, too, for a huge game. John? All right, I'll give mine to Robert Henson because I feel bad because I kicked him even though I wasn't trying to kick I, I already explained that. He had a great game. I'm still not sure one game would have gotten him on the team if he hadn't gotten injured, but it was looking to me personally that he uh, was going to beat out HB Blades in that game, which I told Aaron during the game, actually. Hey, hey, so, can I point I something out here? Are we done with the game balls for that preseason? Good. Wait, I want to know. Yeah, kind of, but I want to know what happened. What? How did he get hurt? What was his injury? Was it a knee? I, I don't remember. They didn't really ever say what his injury was. They just said he was a uh, cut. He was injured and waived, which means he got an injury settlement um, as as well as a. Uh, what's his face? That lineman that got hurt. Same thing. They cut him and they get an injury settlement for being cut while they're injured. Okay. He was the leading tackler. The leading tackler in the game. Yeah, he had he was out of control. He was playing like Albert Fincher. He was the Fincher, the clincher of 2010 until he got hurt. He was like the only one that was playing that rough. I feel bad for him. Oh, and by the way, Justin Tryon had four tackles in that game and one interception for 32 yards, and Kevin Barnes had two tackles. Just saying. Yeah, but Justin Tryon was playing like late in the fourth quarter, and Kevin Barnes was playing earlier when only the second team scrubs. And Justin Tryon got traded to Indianapolis because they put six, I repeat, six defensive backs on injured reserve already. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's why they Pitching traded had seven for. tackles. All right. Listen had, to this. He had seven tackles. He had two tackles for losses and a sack in the game. Yeah, dude. He was outstanding. That's why yeah, he got my game control. ball. Yep. And that's... All right. Yeah, so uh, uh, game ball all the way around. Dude, Chris Wilson gets a shout-out, too. He had a good game. Can I point out something here? Sure. Go for it. On the, um, ro- on the roster here, I wanted to point out the two of the dudes that I was excited about coming in, free agents, Jamal Brown and Adam Carricker, are both starters now on the team. True. John All had right. his questions about Carriker, but I think he had a pretty outstanding preseason. Carriker's deal is he's got to stay healthy. And yeah. uh, Speaking of, same with Jamal Brown. Jamal Brown, I, I, I think, I think um, watching the Comcast feeds on all these games here in Virginia, that Doc Walker has said it best. Jamal Brown is nasty. He is a nasty offensive lineman who is not afraid to beat the living crap out of somebody. And I think uh, I think I think if he can stay healthy, he's going to be bad as hell. He could start with some Cowboys this week. How about? Oh, that? dude, he hates the Cowboys. He's been talking trash about them. Good. He's from. I think he said he's from Houston, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he, he okay. definitely hates the Cowboys. And it's interesting. We got we've got uh, Odd Body Hire is backing up both Jamal Brown and. Uh, Trent Williams. Yeah, I'm a little concerned that we only have, you ready for this? One, two, three. Three total backup offensive linemen on the active roster. That's a little scary. It's because we kept six wide receivers is one reason. Um, but we do have three 
offensive lineman on the practice squad, and we're going to go over that a little bit later as well. How did you feel about that Corey Lichtensteiger guy? And where did he come from? I don't even remember. Corey Lichtensteiger. Lichtensteiger. He's got my game ball. He's got my game ball a couple weeks. Dude, he's our backup center and left guard. Corey, Corey Lichtensteiger used to play for, guess what team? Not the Cowboys. Nope. Denver Broncos. Oh, okay. He was a fourth-round pick in 2008 out of Bowling Green. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, where did he come from? I thought you were going to be like, um, Ikea. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway, what else? What other surprises? Josh, you said you were surprised at the uh, roster with um, Brandon Banks being listed as the, the hummingbird. Third kickoff five, return- seven and 150 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, as the third kickoff returner and the second um, punt returner. Yeah, I, I thought mean, he I might mean, get got him listed at second as punt returner. I thought I thought we'd see him listed as the number one position in one of those either kickoff or punt. See, I thought he would have been if he wouldn't have fumbled again this week. Again. I think it's a good point. Aaron and I were debating this earlier this week whether he should have made the team, whether the hummingbird. I thought he might have got cut. I thought he was going to get cut after that fumble. And I said there's no way they're going to cut him because of the lack of talent at wide receiver and at returner. And, man, there's one thing about the guy. You know, we've talked about it. We've called him the hummingbird because his legs move so fast. It's like (laughs) a hummingbird's wings. (laughs) But, dude, you can't teach fast. That's right. Dude is just flat out damn fast. He is He's definitely the fastest guy on the team. How how does his speed yeah. compare to Daryl Green? He's he runs a four, he runs a sub four three, and I've seen it as low as a four two. What was Daryl Green's fastest? Um, I don't know. You're gonna have to look that one up. I, don't know. I just want to point something out though. I want to point out that Brandon Banks. There's no other player on the roster. If you look at the current team roster and depth chart, there's no other player that's listed more times than Brandon Banks. He's listed three times. Um, yeah, all in backup roles, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, well, yeah. Daryl Green allegedly ran a four four three on his fiftieth uh, birthday. So, I'm thinking <laughs> allegedly as as the uh, as the fastest man in the NFL multiple years. I'm gonna keep looking that up while you guys are talking. Um, I'm, I bet he had some some pretty uh, bitching speeds there. I was happy to see that my dog Jeremy Jarman made the team because I was getting worried. Yeah, he, he didn't really show much in the preseason, but I think he's good. I think he's gonna be good. Dude, I'm glad you brought that up because I was very worried that they were gonna cut him too. And thankfully, they took into account that he had a ligament injury last year, and that it takes a long time for that to come. You know, the healing of that to come to fruition. Case in point, Donovan McNabb, when he sucked for like the first six games when he came back from the injury he had to his ligaments in his knee. And it took him almost half a season before he got back into regular game shape, if that makes sense. And it's a you, long time to come back from did that. Did you hear what else they did to Jeremy Jarman? They told him he was going to be playing um, outside linebacker, and they told him to lose 35 pounds, and then he did. And they told him, oh, no, we're going to put you at defensive end. You have to gain 35 pounds back. Dang. 
So he did that on top of trying to recover from his injury. Dude, that's it's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. That's like that's like you know character actor. That's like Robert De Niro. Yeah, and the article that I read said he did it without complaining once. Wow. Who is this? Jeremy Jarman. <laughs> Jeremy Jarman. Where have you been, dude? Dude, where you at? I was looking up. I was looking up Brandon Banks. It said I was looking up. It said that he ran a four point two. That's damn fast. Yeah. Four two forty. That's pretty fast. Anyway, yes, we know he's fast, but can he hold on to the ball? Because I'd much rather see someone return the kick for ten yards than to return it for fifty yards to fumble it and then the team pick it up and return it for a touchdown. Or return it for fifty yards and then return it for negative or, ten and a fumble. Or I'd rather see him return it for 10 yards than returning it for 50 and fumbling it and that team not advancing at all. I'd rather see that too, if that makes sense. Anyway. What? I just would rather see no return than a fumble is what I'm saying. (laughs) No matter where it is on the field. All right. I agree. Yeah, there you go. All right. We're going to go on to the break. And then when we come back from break, it's going to be time for the injury report. We have a few guys in question for this week. Donovan McNabb, um, the caveman, uh, Albert Hainsworth. (laughs) Uh, Who else is injured? I forget. Oh, my damn tip. Anyway. Hainsworth is injured? Kareem Moore, people like that. Yeah, he's injured in the brain. So anyway, we'll talk about that. My tip. (laughs) When we come... Back. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony. Drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757 757- Two five nine nine three seven seven. Hello. All right, we're back. John, you back? Still wiggling your wire? Josh, you back? Just a little bit. Wiggly, just a little bit. Watch it move. Wiggly, just a little bit. 
All right, dudes. On the injury report, Donovan McNabb says that he is not 100%, but he will be playing against the Dallas Cowboys. Dude, he'll be aight. Nah, he'll be aight. Just tape it up and get in there. Oh, what about... rub some dirt on it. He'll be out there. Dude, what about Clinton Portis' tweak of his ankle? Pretty much everyone, the the few people that are a little dinged up, pretty much everyone will... uh, is expected to play at this point. The official injury report comes out on Wednesday. No one is expected to be shut down for this week, except for Malcolm Kelly. Even Carlos Rogers? Even Carlos Rogers, even though he's got the uh, the, the problem with his hands and catching. <laughs> the hands that, problem. That we talked about. He just can't catch. <laughs> so okay so everyone's playing including the caveman yes it looks like the caveman's gonna be good to go porter should be fine um mcnab's gonna be good as long as larry larry johnson doesn't have to block for him and we'll see how it goes dude i just thought of something it's not on the itinerary but i thought i'd bring it up what was the what's the deal with us signing this huge contract with john beck to be our third team quarterback it was like $2 million or something for, what, three years? I forget. For a third string? How much did Rex Grossman get? He couldn't have gotten much more that than big? that. I don't know. I was like, what? Really? Dudes, they trade, dudes, they must have thought highly of him because they traded Doug Dutch Oven to get him. Yeah, and everyone <laughs> knows how. Did Doug Dutch Oven make the team over there in the Ravens? No, he did not. He got cut by the <laughs> Ravens. So we could still pick up Doug Dutch Oven if we really wanted him. We could we could bring back Dutch Doug Dutch Oven if we would like. Yeah. Doug Dutch Oven could be kinda like that that dog in the uh, Guy Ritchie movie that the gypsy sell and then it runs back home. And snatch, yeah, and every time it keeps they keep selling him to people and he keeps running away and going back home. Then they resell him to someone else. <laughs> That's what Doug Dutch Oven can be. Then we can trade him to the Colts. <laughs> Dude, they're gonna show up on Thursday, and Tryon's gonna be sitting on the curb in front of the Redskins Park in Ashburn, and then they're gonna trade him to someone else. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Yo, Chargers, we'll give you Justin Tryon and Doug Dutch Oven if you love for something." Vincent Jackson. <laughs> you love something set it free and if it comes back it's yours to keep so anyway speaking of trades <laughs> speaking of trades um what's this deal that i hear today about haynesworth and they're talking to the Tennessee Titans or the Nashville Knicks, as we like to call Dude, them. the Titans are probably <laughs> trying to do the same thing with, to us that we were just talking about with trying and Doug Dutch. <laughs> but on a bigger <laughs> scale. They're, to, they're offering us <laughs> Doug Dutch. <laughs> at this we'll point. Give you Doug Dutch Oven. Hey, at this point, I consider Doug Dutch Oven for Albert Hainsworth. Look, dude, you know, Hainsworth played, what did he play, 49 out of the 56 plays or something like that? So, yeah, and since he did it 1-8, he played, what's 1-8 of 49? Yeah, true. That's how many plays he really played. That's like 4.25? He played on 4.25 total plays. 4.75, something like that. And people were criticizing him, saying 
the, well, the coaching staff was apparently upset with him because he did not attend a halftime meeting. Oh yeah, defensive adjustment. I read about that. What is that all about, dude? All right, they said one of his teammates, which I'm sure is D'Angelo Hall, said that he didn't. He didn't go to the. He never goes to the halftime meetings where they're discussing like adjustments and scheme changes, um, because he's too intense. It's like, what do you mean you're you're too intense, but you're out there half-assing it, but you're too intense to go to a meeting where they're talking about scheme changes. Dude, I don't know whether I, to get mad at D'Angelo Hall for this sort of thing or to be like, well, at least somebody is like at least trying to figure out. They're at least trying to give him some kind of excuse. You know, it's like, well, maybe he was doing this cause, just because they can't figure out anything else that no one else will stick up for him. Well, I don't know. How can you be too intense during a preseason game to go to the team meeting at halftime? Or maybe D'Angelo Hall was like, I was thinking about not going too. I was feeling pretty intense. <laughs> or, you know, Albert Hainsworth was probably over at his locker sulking because he was still playing while all of his fellow dudes that get paid a lot of money didn't even put their pads on the whole night. Oh, man. Yeah. Very interesting. Dude, at this point, in all seriousness, what do you think? If the Titans offered a seventh-round pick, would you unload Albert Hainsworth for that? No. Fifth I would round. do it. I would do it for a third, though. Third round, I'd do it for third round. Well, did the Titans have anyone worth getting? We could get Kerry Collins as the backup. <laughs> We've already got a two million dollar third string. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't really ever watch the Titans, so really, I can't tell you who they have. I know their defense. I saw them in one game, and their defense was bad, and they were bad last year. If they after they lost Hainsworth. But dudes, that would be so weak. It's like they let him go because they couldn't afford to keep him because Washington was like, we'll give you $5 billion. And then at $41 million later, like the big bulk of the contract, they could get him back for like Doug Dutch oven. I know. Dude, no, here's what I think we should do. We should just have him play. And if he doesn't play like full, full tilt, then... I don't know. There might be some kind of legal, like, breach of contract thing. We'll have to ask uh, David Lee. We'll have to about ask that. Al Davis. Between Al Davis and Alan the Bruce, who used to work for Al Davis, I'm sure they could figure something out, some way to finagle it. Um, but yeah, and on another note with that, with Ainsworth, wouldn't it be funny if they traded him to another team and he had a really good year because he was actually in decent cardiovascular shape for the first time in his career? I say we don't trade him. He's I say we put him on non. I say we put him on the inactive list every week. I read something about if if we um, have him on the roster. I think as of tomorrow, we have to pay him this week's salary of two hundred and twelve thousand dollars. What for this week? That's his weekly salary. Yeah, if, if we you don't play in the first game, you have to be paid for the whole season in the NFL. Yeah, he does as a veteran. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, if he plays the first game, he's got to be paid the whole season. If he's not traded before tomorrow, we have to pay him $212,000 for this week. <laughs> 212 times 212 times 16. That's Dude, a pittance compared to 41 million freaking dollars for one year of work. Well, I know, but doesn't really call it work. Dude, doesn't the president only make like around 2 or 300,000 a year and Albert Hainsworth's getting that for sucking this week? <laughs> for getting a blow for well, yeah, I'll let that one go. Anyway, 
enough about that punk. Yeah, we'll you know anyway, we all him. hate him. We know he's a great talent, and he's a punk, and he's a lazy... You know what? E. If he really wants to make all this go away, just go in and tack, you know, sack Tony Romo about three or four times, and I think everyone will forget about it. Yeah. So there you go, Hainsworth. There's your exit strategy. So we'll see what's up with that. And and I do want to mention this before we go. I know, Josh, you said something before we went on the air here um, about McNabb going on a radio show today and saying that, we the quote, we can't win without him. And I actually heard that clip from the radio show, and it was very obvious, at least to me. Um, and I think, it, and other people have heard them saying it on, like, Washington Post Live today. It's obvious that McNabb is playing the leader of the team and saying we can't win without him. We got to have him. Trying to get him to get his dumb ass back into the fold for like one final time. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. saying the right leader things, team. but you could tell he didn't really believe it. Well, at the same time, you know, management might be going, "Shut up, Donovan," because if we if we plays this week, we have to pay him. <laughs> That's true. Because we know that the Redskins are historically, even though they're loaded and making tons of money off the fans, that they are historically cheap when it comes to certain things, including Aaron. I got to give you props on this. It's not on the uh, itinerary, but uh, last week we were talking about the trade that the Redskins made with the Rams, where the Redskins sent sixth-round pick Dennis Morris to the Rams for a conditional undisclosed draft pick. And the St. Louis Cardinals sent fifth-round pick Hall Davis, Mr. Weird Name, for a conditional undisclosed pick. And we got him practicing once and cut him and sent him packing. Yeah, you'll remember I said there must be some kind of loophole or something where I found out what it was. And now the uh-huh. Redskins are under investigation for this. Yep, Apparently, Joseph White of the AP, I believe. I, I He might be the one that broke it. That's, that's the first story I read on it. Anyway, apparently the rule in the NFL is if you draft Actually, a player, if you draft a player and then you cut him, then 85% of his salary goes to some rookie pool. And I guess they split that up amongst rookies that play a lot or something. I don't know how that goes. It go, it gets distributed to rookies the next year Um from the year previous it goes to in the next year they will distribute to the guys that were rookies the year before on based on the number of downs that they played in the 2010 season so they get it's kind of like a fair market value it's like oh you got to play this much even though you got paid you know the minimum for a sixth round pick you get this extra money because you played very well so basically if uh brandon banks turns out to be a star returner and gets 10 touchdowns and this and that He'll get some of that rookie pool, right? Right. He'd get a really big part of that rookie pool <laughs> for 10 touchdowns. So so anyway, so anyway, what happened was since the Redskins traded their pick to – or, you know, traded since them the instead Redskins of cutting the Rams, them. Yeah, flipped those picks or traded them to each other. Kind of, in a roundabout kind, kind of way. Of. Since they didn't cut the guy that they signed, they did not have to pay – that money into the rookie pool, which was only right. going to be like I want to say two hundred thousand less than they'll pay Albert Hainsworth for this week. So the savings, the savings on a first year minimum salary of three hundred and ten thousand um, dollars, the savings would have been two hundred and sixty three thousand five hundred dollars. So there you go. And I didn't hear it the last time I heard the dude from from the Rams. Who did we trade to him? 
I forget we again. traded Dennis Morris. Yeah, that dude, the last time I heard he hadn't been cut, but I haven't looked at the Rams' final The Rams did cut Morris. The Rams did, in fact, cut Morris. And we cut all. The Rams waited till the 53 cut down, you know, <laughs> on Saturday. They waited They waited till the final cut down. The Redskins just got him in the camp. It was like, here's a free pair of shorts for showing up. Bye-bye, Chachi. Yeah, bye-bye, Chachi. So I knew something was dodgy about it. I really don't know what the league can do about it because, um, I mean, how well, can the league's you prove not, that? It's not the league that's checking into it it's the players union because they're the ones that are interested in this whole thing the league just doesn't care okay but what are they going to do about it how are they going to prove it shanahan will just be like no we kind of we needed someone to uh whatever that dude's position was be a uh fullback and he did say yeah shanahan did say in the press that morris was not going to make the redskins squad so trading him to the rams you know gave him a chance if you look at it that way gave him a chance to make another team and but, it gave yeah, him a chance we to look at one of the players. Yeah. Whatever, dude. We all know what really happened. Yeah, we all know what really happened. There's probably no way to really prove it, and the Redskins won't face any penalties because we know Alan the Bruce is slick because it comes from a family of politicians and coaches. Slick. Slick Alan. He's so, slick. He, dude, every time I see him, he's starting to remind me more and more um, of Bill Clinton when I see him, man. He's just got that kind of it's not a smirk but it's just a bemused smile on his face where he's just like oh i know so much that you don't know so um it cracks it cracks me up yeah (laughs) we did not trade for that guy just we did not trade for hall davis just to cut him and save some money (laughs) i did not not. let me point at you let me point at you while i say this Anyway, dudes, you know what this is as of Sunday. It's hmm? Dallas week. Dun, 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 it's a dun, real football game week. We won. It's a real Dallas. football, it's a real football game eve. <laughs> real football game eve. Anyway, game. Dallas week. <laughs> and apparently the Redskins are going all out with this Dallas week thing. They've got like people around the city, like the Hoggets saying honk if you hate Dallas and. They have the. I heard the Redskins cheerleaders are going to be on the Today Show on Friday morning, handing out beat Dallas shirts to the crowd and really? all kinds of other events going on. Apparently, I kind of wish I could go to the game this weekend because in the they're opening the tailgating at twelve noon, and they're going to show noon for an eight o'clock game. And they're setting out Ooh. giant screens around the parking lot to show the other NFL games. And they're going to have the Redskins band marching around, former players out there t- meeting people, this and that. Like a whole day event. Wait, wait, you mean they actually are making people want to come and tailgate and have fun? Yeah, instead of forbidding them to. Dudes, right. they're opening, the, <laughs> unlike most teams, including the Redskins, who only open the lot three to four hours before the game... They're opening the lot at noon for an 8 o'clock game and putting up five, count them five, five big screens out in the parking lot so everyone can watch the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock NFL games while they're tailgating all day long with the band, with the cheerleaders, and with Redskins alumni before they finally go in, those that can still walk, finally go into (laughs) the stadium to watch the game. And find a Dude, find a potty. Imagine the chaos that the Dallas players will be witnessing as they drive through that on the bus coming to the stadium. Yeah, it'll oh be my. chaos of a bunch of drunk people. 
Oh my my. There it's it's I can't I mean I really would love to be there for this. Um, hey. and for the anyone that's listening if you are going and you're going to be there feel free to shoot us an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com and let us know what the experience was like at the stadium. Um or take tailgating some, take that some day. video or, or take some video or photos and send it to us from your phone if you can. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. put them on the website. Oh yeah. Cuz wow, Jeez. it's it's <laughs> debauchery. All I have to say about that tailgating party, <laughs> all I have to say about that tailgating party, dudes, is, are you in? <laughs> are you in? I'm gonna. Those, those guys are gonna be like, <laughs> wow. It's gonna be. It's going to be a big party. Yeah. But dudes, in that in on that vein, again, Alan the Bruce doing things. For the fans, getting the fans pumped up as a fo- as opposed to someone like Vinny Serrato, who had no idea what the Redskins' history was or didn't care, and had no idea how to do anything with a team in Washington, and you know, we've got we people there that actually care about the fans and actually care about the history of the team. Now it's wonderful. Hey, dude, listen to this. I'm listening, but I don't hear anything. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> How often does that happen? Um, the sound of silence all around. <laughs> I still can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, man. Keep, uh, keep talking. I forgot. I'll think of it in a minute. I called it. I called it. <laughs> well... Oh man! Uh, I called it. It sounds like Aaron's on the soundboard anyway. So anyway, yeah, the game coming up this week. Oh, let me talk about fantasy football real quick. Thanks to all you guys that emailed in. Um, I think the last position in the fantasy football league this year, um, Josh actually took his spot at the last minute, so he did not get relegated. Um, Simon out in the UK is joining us this year as well, and he he got the last spot in uh, Harry Hog Fantasy Football this year. But thanks, you guys, who emailed this year. If we have space next year, we'll let you know. Email in again if you'd like to be a part of it. Good times, guarantee for all. And the winner does get a prize. And the draft is at 8.15 Wednesday. You guys all know the deal with that. And, uh... Dude, I don't think I can be... I don't think I can be there for the draft. Hey, did we put in... Did we put in the rule that you're not allowed to draft Cowboys players? I'm going to make sure. Well, yeah, I think we did. I don't know if I can do it for the whole league, but, you know. Are they just going to have to do it? It's all Redskins fans. It should be a, uh, I mean, it, it, I shouldn't have to tell adults that are Redskins fans that. Should are I? they going to have to be, like, on their honor not to draft one, or they're going to mess it up for everyone? Well, I am the commissioner. I could, like, like lock their team and make them keep them on their team and, and suck. Or just make that any time they draft a Cowboy Anyone that drafts a cowboy, when you adjust the points, they only get half the points that they should have <laughs> Right before the game, I, I deactivate their starting quarterback. Now, if, so, if... <laughs> so what will happen is what will happen is Aaron already said he can't be there for the draft, so all of the Cowboys players will automatically go to Aaron's team. You Ooh. would think that. You would think that, but the first thing I did when I signed up for the team is exclude all the Cowboys from, from being drafted to my team. So Solid effort 
Anyway, next game, of course, at Dallas. We're going to beat them. Sunday night football in America on NBC, folks. I want to take a quick poll here. Who thinks the Redskins will be wearing gold pants? I do. I do. No, no, I, I, wait, 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 I, I, I digress. I really hope they are, but I'm not convinced that they will be. I'm not, I'm not, I'm 70%. I think they're going to be. That they will I don't be. Know. I have a feeling that we're going to be wearing our new black jerseys. No. <laughs> our new black on black with red and white and, and you know. And, and circuit board. Uh, and Tron deadly discs. Yeah. Uh, circuit board numbers. Inlays. If we do, we'll I'll it. be really, be really pumped. And and if he does that, that'll be the biggest coup so far for uh, Georgia or Bruce Allen. It'll be sweet. Anyway, dude, Aaron, you're going to old school. What? Yeah. Bringing back some of the old See, music. I think that Dude. I think that pretty much wraps it up for tonight's show. Check out the website. There's uh, some video of John in a Cialis tub. John, my new uh, Harry or Harry Hog football Cialis commercial is going to be up there pretty soon. Here, there's the Dallas sucks flag a waving video. It's already up there. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Harry Hog. Of course, send us an email. Send us your videos and pics from this week's game. Yeah, just we'll put them on the site. Yeah, Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com. Yeah, Absolutely. send them straight from the stadium, and we'll have them up on the site before you even get into the stadium probably yes sir and thank you to david lee legal services once again for sponsoring us this week if you go to the website and you click on the video for the uh, dallas sucks flag that flag is courtesy of david lee he's the man big redskins fan and we'll talk to you guys next week when the redskins are 1-0 hail to the redskins and as always if you see a cowboys fan we want Dallas. We want Dallas. We want Dallas. We want Dallas. It's time for a real football game, y'all. <laughs>